Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of FinTech Fridays. I'm still Brian View, President, COO of FinLocker, and excited to have Luke Babich today with us from Clever. Luke, welcome to our little podcast. Thank you, Brian. Still the one, the only, Brian View. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Really looking forward to digging in, uh, digging in with you, man. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Normally, um, not normally, not, not to say that you're uh, an abnormal guest, but Typically, uh, you know how to my, guests are, guests in. <laughs> my guests are usually people I don't really know very well and the businesses I don't know very well. But obviously, you and I are uh, pretty close. We, we, we share like some. Uh, yeah, we share some uh, some. We're in the family, so to speak. We share some investors and board members. And so I think we know more about each other and our businesses than most. But uh, I think you're you guys are doing some really cool stuff at Clever. Um, but part of what's interesting to me, and I think people will really want to hear and understand is you, you were, you're a co-founder of this business, right? And right. you and I talked about this. There was, you were solving a specific problem that you yourself personally kind of were going through as it related to, uh, uh, real estate. And so that was kind of the genesis for, for clever. So maybe take us back to kind of, you know, that 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 moment in time when you and your partner started this thing. Yeah, so I I got into Clever with a a partner, my co-founder Ben Ben Mises, and he and I had teamed up originally actually to invest in real estate here in St. Louis. And my my big ad for the Midwest is that we got into our first cash flowing four unit building for a down payment smaller than the monthly rent payment that a lot of my friends right. on the coasts were paying. So uh, these were the kind of early ramen days of Luke and Ben roughing it and, and trying to build something up. But while we were roughing it, we were able to actually break into real estate pr pretty quickly and then raise some capital from folks who I had met uh, previously when running a political campaign, other, uh, other story there. <laughs> and we went out and, and built up this portfolio of rental properties. And so it was through the buying and selling that we were getting exposed to things. And we were getting exposed to them in a way that most consumers aren't, which is really from the numbers first as an investor and looking at the economics and trying to make these deals pencil out, make these deals work. And when you do that, the commission fees are the piece that just jumps out and can be totally make or break if you're trying to actually buy and sell and make a profit within a short period of time. And my co-founder, Ben, was the one who had the kind of original insight, which was we'd, we'd looked at these platforms for sale by owner, things like that. Well, as investors, we'd worked with great realtors and worked with them on both sides of the transaction, knew these folks were bring a lot of value to the table. And so the kind of insight that got Clever going initially was, hey, can we make lower fees a win for realtors? Instead of trying to cut the realtors out, can we cut out the pain and inefficiency in sales and marketing that ah. makes realtors have to charge higher fees? And the answer was yes, if we could tee up 
customers like us who weren't that hard to work with, who were ready to transact, who were ready to sell or buy. If we could drop a client like that into a realtor's lap, they were happy to work for a more competitive rate and pass some of the economics back to us and back to the consumer. And so we got going building this network and, and negotiating lower fees from really, really good realtors. Let's 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 uh, dig in a little bit. Let's kind of go a layer deep because I think you 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 talked about this the perception that most consumers have around the realtor commission, right? And we'll just use you know the national quoted number. I know it's not the the correct average number, but everyone thinks six percent is the standard. There's three on the buy, three on the list, right? Yep. So let's let's peel back that onion a little bit, and because you're you you uncovered something there that was this, yes, it's a 3% list or a 3% buy commission, but it has to be to cover costs that are, that a business has and a realtor is a business and part of their business is, is business development, sales and marketing. And so let's just dig a little bit deeper and maybe, maybe kind of shed some light on, on, you know, what that might look like on average for the realtors that you are working with. Yeah. I mean, this is where I think you get into one of the underappreciated problems that lies at the heart of real estate. And people look at it and go, why is it so hard to change? Why does it look so much like it did 50 years ago? And, you know, most businesses lower their costs and, and become more competitive in their cost structure over time by building up recurring revenue streams. So Starbucks has a loyalty app and shops on every corner where they can become part of your morning commute. So they don't need to run a TV advertising campaign to bring you into that store every morning. You form a habit. And now they can just look at their profit margin over the cost of giving you a cup of coffee and not have to worry about acquiring you as a new customer. Well, realtors are one of a few professionals who really can't do that because most consumers are transacting once every seven years on average. And so right. the closest thing they get is doing a great job for Brian, who then has a friend, a cousin, a neighbor who you can refer. That's the closest, but it's not the same thing. They're still having to fight to win each new deal. And so because of that, the cost to acquire customers is really high. If realtors could sit around and sell houses all day long, they could work for a fraction of the fee that we see. Yeah. But instead, they're taking on all this risk, they're taking on all this time, and 80% of their time isn't spent selling houses, it's spent looking for houses to sell. Right. And uh, that's where you kind of look at the industry of how uh, the options realtors have to solve that problem. They, they turn to partners, they often give up a lot of their commission to a brokerage like a Keller Williams or Colwell Banker. Well, guess what? Consumers more and more aren't really buying based on the brokerage. They much more right. want to know who's the agent who's going to take care of me. And so that's not driving business for them anymore. So what, what our kind of core belief was, what's helped Clever grow is we believe that consumers are going to put edu education over brand a little bit more every day uh, until education is really trumping brand in the long term, or at least brand is built around education if you want it to be. Yeah. And so we built up this set of media websites, content websites that educate 10 million home sellers and buyers a year as they're going through the process. And we can get them to a moment of decision where they're really ready to take the journey offline and talk to a realtor. And so realtors who are used to alternative channels, buying a lead off of an ad, buying it off of Zillow, 
uh, paying for this contact information for a consumer who doesn't understand the process, doesn't even know they're being handed off to a realtor. Well, they might close one or two in a hundred of those opportunities. With Clever, the top realtor on our platform last year closed 45% of the opportunities <laughs> and did almost 50 transactions with us. So right. <clears throat> the ROI on time for Susan in Texas converting like that is a fundamentally different game and just lets her run a different business that's really focused on serving her clients instead of uh, calling people who don't want to talk to her all day long. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, I love that. And <clears throat> so that I think that's super clear, clears up a lot of the kind of the mud, if you will, of, of, of what's what's behind that that fully stock, you know, three percent or six percent. So um, so let's let's talk a little bit about because, I, you know, most of this audience is in the mortgage finance side of, of the real estate space. Right. Um, right. You've, you've built a nice business, a nice channel of business partnering with lenders. Um, let's talk a little bit about what that looks like and, and how lenders should be thinking about a platform like Clever as another biz dev strategy to, to drive new business to themselves. Right. So, uh, you know, the, the way that we've kind of stood up this side of the business, which we call Clever Pro, just recently went through a, a rebrand as that business channel was growing, had kind of gone from a proof of concept two years ago to now generating 100 million in real estate sales a month uh, through that channel. So what we built was as we were looking at the buy side of the transaction and how can we build something of value there? Because for the first three or four years of the business, we were very seller centric. 80% of the yeah. business was sellers. And the insight we started from is that 50% of buyers are starting their home search with a lender instead of with a realtor. And that just wasn't true 25 years right. ago. Right. And most of the operations and the sales tactics in the industry have been built around lenders going to realtors and saying, hey, bring me your business because I'll do a great job with it. I'll, I'll help you close that deal. I'll help you convert. I'll protect your brand. I'll represent you well. Well, now half the business is going the other way. But that creates both a, a big opportunity for lenders who now increasingly are getting these customers in, being the first one at the point of sale, building that relationship, talking them through their financing options. But also creates a big problem where lenders then might get that person pre-qualified or pre-approved, but they're going off and finding a realtor who is immediately turning around and saying, here's my buddy I've been sending business to for the last 10 years who's done a great yeah. job selling me and who's you know, taken me out to the golf course just last weekend. You need to go work with my buddy. And so yeah. the, those sales structures that have been built up over decades and decades and decades are undermining lenders who are trying to build this experience for their consumers uh, and, and go straight to the consumer, control that journey. So what we built is a way for lenders to pass their clients to Clever when they're pre-qualified or pre-approved, we've cordoned off a segment of our 19,000 realtor strong network, it's totally nationwide. And we've gotten these folks lender certified, which means this lender certified realtor network, these agents uh, have to go through an hour long training. They have to go through ongoing training to maintain the certification. They have to maintain scores and survey feedback and uh, hit certain metrics inside of a scorecard to show that they're not only doing a great job for the consumer, 
but also being a strong partner to the lender, helping the lender succeed, representing their brand, showing up knowledgeable about their value props and talking points. So this is really powerful for lenders on two fronts. Number one is that they can retain a heck of a lot more of their business. And we see folks are usually sticking maybe 30 or 40% of the buyers they get pre-qualified or pre-approved uh, at closing out of the ones who go up and, and, and end up buying. Now in our network, we closed 84% of the buyers who came mm. from our lenders stuck with that original lender last month. So big order of magnitude difference in the pull through that these lenders are able to achieve when you're working with a realtor who knows you, trusts you, and you've been brought in under this umbrella of this is a partner we can vouch for. This is a partner yeah. we've got operations to quality control for you with. And uh, the other thing is that then you've got your loan officers and your value props in the training decks of Clever's agent relations team. And you've got your uh, loan officers and your value props in the realtor dashboard of some of the strongest realtors in the country all over the nation. And so the opportunity is also there for the folks who really have the customer service for the realtors to build strong relationships within our network and, and win referrals back. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's, that's something that you probably, the, the lender probably doesn't put a lot of value on initially that is added, added return on the relationship. That's so powerful. So powerful. Let's, let's, can we talk a little bit about your, your, uh, your education content strategy? Cause I, you, you already talked about 10 million visitors per month. That's massive, right? So maybe shed, shed a little bit of light on kind of how, how you, what are the things you're educating on and how you're co constantly managing and optimizing, you know, site traffic to your various pages you have out there? Yeah. So it's a portfolio of around 10,000 pages that are being continuously updated. The slowest is once every couple of years and the most frequent is multiple times a month. And that apparatus is a team that goes out and does local market surveys, collects original data, mystery shops, different companies and service providers. So when iBuyers were a big thing in 2020, 2021, we had full-time dedicated teams going out there and mystery shopping each of them and getting quotes and stress testing. What, what's different when you actually get into the process compared to what they say in the TV spot? Yeah. And helping consumers peek under the hood and then, of course, an editorial team is taking all of that research and making it accessible, consumer friendly. And I'll, I'll give a huge shout out here to our VP content, Rachel Mayer. She's fantastic. Joined us from an organization called Healthline that a lot of folks may not know, uh, but they will know WebMD. And Healthline's yep. claim to fame was that they unseated WebMD as the biggest brand in the health and wellness space uh, online in, in terms of wow. online content traffic. And the way they did that, I think, sums up what Clever is trying to do for real estate, which is 20 years ago, if you searched for, hey, why, does, uh, why do I have this pain in the left side of my chest? Uh, you, you land on WebMD and it says, you've got cancer, everything's terrible. And <laughs> it's very stressful. And you got to read a lot to, to kind of pierce through that and go, okay, wait, wait, hang on. So I probably don't have cancer. I, I probably just have a pain in my side. And WebMD took a much more human, or uh, sorry, Healthline took a much more human-centric approach in breaking down for people uh, the steps they can take, making them feel in control of the process and empowered. And that's really what we're striving to do with our content through these five web brands that we own that speak to different audiences uh, online.
Um, I love it. I, I, so I have a couple of questions around kind of maybe some of the metrics or stats that you see. So on the list, on the sell side, like yep. what's, what's the, on average, what do you think the earliest a seller starts to engage with this content? Yeah, great question. So uh, internally, we, we've kind of mapped out the what we call the content landscape. So Clever doesn't expand ge geographically. We've got coverage in all 50 states. We think about expanding into different steps in the customer research journey. And right. so there are certain content segments that are folks who are thinking about home repairs who are several years out from selling a home. They're painting the house, they're adding a kitchen, and they specifically have this bent of, is this a good investment? I don't just yeah. want to live in it. What's it going to do for my home? So yeah. th that's kind of an example of someone who's, who's very early stages starting to think towards a seller journey, maybe years before they actually sell. Um, and another kind of similar corollary is people researching is now a good time to sell. So that's that that little bucket of folks who are blessed enough to have the yeah. choice in when they sell. Yeah. They're not, you know, your death, your diamonds, your divorce type sale. This is maybe someone who's downsizing and sure. has a little luxury in thinking is now a good moment. Right. Um, and so we, we kind of map out those different segments, those different topic clusters, build out content for them and then see, well, can we move consumers through that research journey up to something like now I'm researching what's the best way to find a real estate agent? What are questions yeah. I should ask in the interview process? How do I list my home on the MLS? Can I do that without an agent? And then those are folks who are ready to actually have someone sitting in their living room, walking them through the, pro the process mm -hmm. and the service offered as a realtor. I, and I, I thought it was important for for the audience to understand that there's there is a segment that's nearer nearer ready with higher intent, but part of the part of the secret sauce, if you will, of clever is the way you you drive you use content to drive traffic and create start creating a relationship with folks that aren't maybe not maybe they're not. Um, they don't even know they're thinking about selling at some point down the road, but, but based on kind of the questions they're asking and searching for uh, on the web, you're, you're kind of bringing them, bringing them into the funnel. Uh, Absolutely. Do you, so that's on the, that's on the sell side. And, and I know the buy side's kind of a newer, newer strategy, right? The, how are you thinking about kind of a similar approach to, to, starting to attract the buy side of the equation with education and content and maybe early up the funnel? Yeah, right. Really, really good question. So, you know, as we're having lenders send us their, their clients, well, uh, we, we then get a heck of a lot of data about which loan officers are delivering a really good experience, consistent close rates, great customer service, all of that. And, that then is paving the way towards the, the work our content team is doing to build more buyer traffic and help connect folks with loan officers who are going to be right. a really good fit for their needs, knowledgeable in the right products, deliver the level of service they're looking for. So there's a very similar journey that we look at on the buy side and folks who are, are researching different solutions or maybe not even researching different solutions, but re trying to express 
um, the, the problem that they're facing. So yeah. for someone who's pretty high intent, it could be someone who's researching investment properties and they're going to need to learn about uh, debt service coverage ratio loans and they don't even know that's a thing yet. And so right, right, right. in that education journey, what are those intent signals that uh, help you kind of connect the dots for, oh, this downstream, this is the kind of solution someone might need to learn about, the thing you might need to put on their radar that they don't even know to ask for yet. So yeah. all to say, it's a similar process, building out the journey, yeah. understanding what are those libraries, and then, and then how do they fit together? How does someone get closer to that moment of decision where they should go talk to a professional? So I'm, this is a, I'll ask this question not having, I don't know the answer for sure, but I'm, I'm intuitively kind of piecing it together. So, um, so as you start to embark and grow the buy side of the, of the funnel, if you will, it, feel, it feels to me, based on the lender and loan officer relationships that you've been curating over the past few years, they become your fulfillment on the loan on the lending side of that buy side funnel. Is that kind of fair to say? Absolutely. That, that's what we're yeah. building towards. And so Clever's, like most companies, has a set of values. Ours we call Forge, Fairness, Ownership, Relationships, Growth, Empowerment. And that our relationships is at the middle for a reason. Uh, what we say is we want to treat every interaction like it is a part of a lifelong relationship. And so that's true with the consumer who's visiting that really upstream high in, you know, early in the journey page. Yeah. But if we can do something of value there and start a lifelong relationship, hey, a year from now, that can turn into something of value for both sides. And then true with our, our loan officers too, right? Each transaction is an opportunity to deepen yeah. a relationship. Uh, and, and I think what we're really trying to build towards is connecting people, not just with lending brands and not just with lending products, but with mortgage professionals, with lending love professionals. It. Yeah, uh, with the that's awesome. That's... Who can take care of you through your journey. I love that. And people should kind of take note because too often we see these new business models or different business models. And there's a lot of talk around disruption and blah, 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 blah. What, what Clever is focused on is not necessarily, A, you're not trying to disrupt the realtor-seller, realtor-buyer relationship. You're not trying to disrupt the, the loan officer-borrower relationship. You're trying to bring it all together and and leverage and match in the best way possible those those personalities, those professionals with these consumers. So it's it's a very collaborative uh, approach, not a dis not a disruption approach from the sense that you're trying to say clever is a fully online. You never have to talk to a, a, a realtor or a, a loan officer. That's not that's not what you are all are about. Totally. Uh, the, the mission for the company is we connect people with the most trustworthy advice and the best solutions for every step of their real estate journey. And we went through so many iterations of we're building a platform or we're creating tools. And the thing we came back to, none of those felt right. The first three words are we connect people. That is yeah. the essential thing. Um, and, and just to tie that back with one quick anecdote on our last uh, quarterly leadership retreat, we went and visited a clever seller who was under contract to sell her home with a realtor here in St. Louis, Perry. And Perry comes and walks in to chat with us and the seller, talk through what the experience was like. 
and Perry walks into the home and immediately the two daughters run up and hug her legs and proceed <laughs> to spend the next hour with their heads in her lap. And I think sometimes when folks are talking about disruption and talking about transactions and if talking about efficiency, it's really easy to lose sight of what all of the efficiency we might want to bake in is in, serve of, in, in service of, which is that moment where the kids have their head in Perry's lap that no tool, no automation, and no web page right. can do. Everything's to get someone to that moment of trust through a stressful moment. Uh, so yeah, we, we certainly invest in the tech and the media and the data to make things more efficient, but it's so professionals can build those real relationships to get people from A to B in, in big life moves. Well, that, there's no better way to, to wrap than on that very, uh, very vivid uh, uh, example and high note. So with that, um, if folks want to learn more about Clever, obviously Clever.com, right? <laughs> oh, I um, wish. List with Clever.com. Um, okay. Clever.com uh, sniped us with an, an education brand. Ah. Uh, but folks can find us on listwithclever.com or Clever Real Estate on LinkedIn. And uh, if you are a lender, there will be a new website for the Clever Pro brand coming soon. Yeah. And if you're, as you're watching this podcast or listening to the podcast, however you got to it, go back a step and you'll see a link in that post to uh, Clever's uh, platform, both on LinkedIn as well as their website. So with that, I want to thank you, Luke. Thanks for Thanks for joining me. Uh, it's always great to, to catch up. Um, love, I've always been a fan from day one of what you guys are doing, what you're about. I love the growth. Congratulations. And looking forward to, uh, to seeing Clever Pro really, really kind of take off and, and help lenders um, really engage consumers in a different way. Awesome. Brian, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's really nice to see you again and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Drop by next Friday for our next episode. Thanks again, Luke. You bet. Take care.